Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today we're welcoming Cub Sports' Tim Nelson onto the podcast. They are one of Australia's biggest bands and they are back with a brand new album, Jesus at the Gay Bar, which is out now. Welcome, Tim. How's it going today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks so much for making the time to do this. And obviously there is a time difference, as we were saying, off air, UK to Australia. So you've already had your day where I'm in the morning, so you're in the future to me. So what is um, <laughs> what have you been up to today? Um kind of just catching up on emails um and yeah took our dog missy for a couple of walks today's actually been a pretty chill day compared to most days over the last couple of months so it's been nice yeah i can imagine all gearing up to the new album release so how does it feel now it's finally out i can only imagine how much work must go into it yeah it feels amazing having it out and the reaction to it has kind of been everything that I hoped it would be and more. Um, so yeah, I'm just so excited to head out on tour and kind of get to like live in this album era for the next year or however long. Yeah. And I know you've obviously got your live show, so it must be great to always have new songs to sing live, which I'm guessing you haven't performed yet. Is that right? Yeah, we've performed a few of the songs off the album um, at some festivals and a few one-off shows over the last, like, six months or so. Um, but, yeah, we've got, like, a whole other half of the album to introduce into the live show. And, yeah, the, the songs we have been playing in the live set from the new album have gone down so well. So, yeah, it's super exciting. Mm. And this is your fifth album, isn't it? Would you say there's more... Was there more pressure on you? Did you feel with this one or more build up than in comparison to the others? Or is it just, do you get into the same routine each time of just gearing up for each one and focusing on that? I feel like each album has felt kind of different. I had written the second album basically entirely before we even put the first one out. So I think I avoided um, that like second album pressure that a lot of people talk about. And kind of with the first, the the second, third and fourth albums, I had kind of like written most of them as sort of one album ahead. So I didn't really feel like I had to like figure out where to go next. But for this one, I did feel um, a bit more pressure. I think I had, I, I had great expectations on myself. And I know for a lot of artists, um, I mean, even getting to a fifth album is a huge thing. But it does seem to be a point in a lot of artists' career where things kind of like plateau a little bit. Mm. And I definitely didn't see that um, as like the fantasy for Cub Sport. So I wanted to make sure that I was like continuing to be fearless and like kind of pushing it forward and um, going into new territory, which is something that I try to do on all of our albums. Um, So I think I was a bit harder on myself on this one and I had like maybe higher standards but I feel like um I feel like it kind of like worked out well because I think I met those standards and and it feels so far like it is uh yeah gonna be a really good era for us yeah most definitely and um it's interesting you mentioned about the fifth album with perhaps a lot of artists do you think it's difficult because by then each artist or band whatever they may be has already established perhaps their sound and maybe talked about a lot of the main things they might have wanted to get off their chest by that point 
I think that could definitely be part of it. And yeah, I think I, I'm fortunate that I've got like a lot of, a lot of parts of my life that I'm like still feeling really inspired to write about and things that I haven't really shared um, with people. And I, and I also feel like I've got like a growing awareness as I get older and Mm. a shifting perspective. And I don't know, I feel like, I feel like there's still a lot in the tank, which I'm grateful for. Okay, that's good. You've got more to give. Um, so when you look back to, you know, the early days before before you were Cub Sport even, so when you were Tim Nelson and the Cub Scout, so what do you think your younger self would have said to what you've gone on to achieve? You know, you've got millions and, you know, over 250 million streams, Triple J's, Hottest 100, that's five times now you've made that, you're certified platinum. Do you think you could have ever imagined back when you were first thinking of putting some music out what you would have gone on to do? Oh, I don't think I would have been able to imagine it. <laughs> I think one of the biggest things is that when we started the band, um, I was in the closet and like I didn't really think that I would ever tell anyone that I was gay. And it was something that I was really ashamed of and that I definitely tried to hide. And I think if I had have seen into the future from back then and seen that um, my bandmate Sam and I would like get together and be married and that we'd be out and like genuinely proud of being queer and singing about it in the songs. Like I, I really think I would have been like, how, how is that even a possibility? Cause it was basically my greatest fear. Um, so yeah, I, I think my younger self would be incredibly proud and happy of how far we've come musically but also like on this personal journey I see well you should be proud I think it's a very different time now for younger people growing up who are struggling with anything from being gay to whatever it may be and I hope it's a lot better and more positive for them because I know when I was at school it it was used as an insult like I think people wouldn't admit it if they were gay I didn't even know that my friend was gay until we were older uh so I, I hope it's a different time now and that people are more positive and open. But I think people like you sharing openly through music will be such a big part of that. And I'm sure you would have perhaps wished that you had that yourself when you were younger. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's part of like the driving force for me is trying to create something that would have helped my younger self and kind of would have made this journey of self-acceptance a little smoother and maybe faster. Yeah. And I see, and um, I saw on your Instagram, so you said, and you've obviously been open about this, you grew up in quite a religious, um, I guess, family or community or whatever. And you spent years actually just praying, you know, God would heal you from being gay, which is obviously it's so sad, but so to, to go on to what you're, you're doing now and being so open about it and positive and just living your obviously authentic life. How did you, where did that happen where you found the courage to break away and just embrace your true self? And so openly as well, obviously through music, you're very, people are very vulnerable, aren't they? Naturally through their songwriting. So how did you go from that to what you are now being so open? It was a pretty gradual process. Um, So Sam, who's in the band and is now my husband, um, he came to my school when we were in year eight and I basically had a crush on him all through high school. And then at the end of year 12, we like dated in secret for a year. 
And then at the end of that year, we decided that we should break up and I guess try and follow the path that we had grown up being told was the right path, like get a girlfriend, like get like a stable career Mm. or something. Um, And we spent eight years trying to like deny that we were in love. And towards the end of those eight years, I was starting to write about our situation. And I thought I was being subtle in my lyrics, but clearly I wasn't. And (laughs) I was showing Sam these like new demos and he was like hearing what I was saying. And after, I think, yeah, I went on this writing trip in 2015 and that was like a point when I was away from Sam for like a month and I just missed him so much. And I was like, why do I miss him so much? Like, I actually think that I might be in love with him. And then I came back from that trip and I started writing about those feelings. And then a year later, uh, we had put out our debut album and we had just been on tour in the US for like six weeks. And Sam had been reading this book, A Little Life. And there are characters in that book that um, kind of represent something similar to our story of like friendship and um, I guess like denying love. And I don't want to spoil the book for okay. anyone who wants to read no spoilers. it. spoilers. But um, basically reading that book uh, inspired Sam to say something to me because he was kind of like, I don't want to waste any more time. And on the last night of that tour, um, he said to me, I don't want this to ruin our friendship, but I'm in love with you and I want us to be together. And I like started crying and I was like, me too. And um, then the next week we got back to Australia and we both came out to our families. Neither of us told each other that we were going to do it because I kind of said to him, like, I don't know how, like, I do want to be with you, but I don't know how ready I am, like, or how long it's going to take me to, like, be public or whatever. But then, yeah, the next week we both came out to our families and then came out to our friends and then we kind of just started to um, just, we weren't really, like, talking about it a lot. We just weren't consciously hiding it and... I think by the time we were putting out our second album, I was feeling much more comfortable, like, with being gay. And I started to, like, speak about it a bit more. And with, like, the visuals that went alongside the album, we started to lean more into imagery that felt like a truer representation of who we were. Mm -hmm. It was, like, definitely, like, much more queer-leaning. And I think over the years I've just gotten so much more comfortable with sharing my experiences and we've kind of built a bit of a community like around the band and it's made me feel like so safe and empowered to kind of like keep sharing my experience and to hopefully inspire other people on a similar journey to like hold on to hope and to know that like even if things are really hard and circumstances seem like you may never get out of this like weird kind of limbo that in our experience, like there was kind of a light at the end of that and that there's something to kind of like keep pushing through to get towards. Mm -hmm. 
What a beautiful story. I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm so glad that how things have worked out for you. And you're married now. You have a dog. This is incredible. I'm, I wish you could have told your younger self, you know, hang in there. It's going to be all right. But, you know, these things work out on their own. And if you've, if you've kind of gone through this journey in your music as well, embracing things a bit more bit by bit, have your fans just been right along with you along for the ride? Yeah, it's been really cool. There are, there are some people who have been with us for like over a decade now. And then there are lots of people who have kind of like discovered us along the way. We've had like a lot of people who have just discovered us in the last week since the album came out. And I don't know, I think it's, it's kind of cool that wherever people like join the journey that if they want to, they can kind of go back and see these earlier parts of the story and kind of like piece it together from the start. Mm-hmm. and uh, okay this makes total sense to me now because I've seen obviously your fifth album is called Jesus at the Gay Bar so I love the title and this was inspired by um, Jay Holmes I might be saying that wrong his poem of the same name so this makes sense now that I've spoken to you but where was it where you came across this poem and what were you sort of thinking at the time in in terms of why did it speak to you so strongly I came across the poem on Twitter at the end of 2021 and yeah when I read it I was just like so affected by it and it like made me cry and I was like why is this like speaking to me so much like I don't consider myself religious at all anymore but I think it's just because growing up in the church um, that whole world is like so deeply ingrained in me and I feel like it kind of always will be And um, I think to kind of see Jesus represented in the poem, like telling this gay boy who wants to be healed of his gayness that there's nothing in his heart that ever needs to be healed um, was just, yeah, I I feel like if I had have been exposed to a perspective like that or an interpretation of Jesus that was so accepting and loving, it would have, kind of like changed my whole upbringing and I probably would have like felt okay about who I am and my sexuality and everything much earlier so when I read that I felt like it would be a really fitting name for I guess the journey I've been on personally um but also that this album feels celebratory like it it still touches on kind of like deep things and it's not all like happy and joyous but I think the feeling of the album as a whole is celebratory and I kind of wanted it to represent um a celebration of like the good feel like the the highs of the journey that I've been on and a celebration of like getting to this point and it's kind of like a a dance record as well so I felt like the setting of a gay bar was really fitting and it just felt like this like central meeting point of all of these like different like different parts of the journey that mm-hmm. I'm on. Um, and I really wanted to amplify that message and for more people who have like grown up in a similar circumstance to me to be like exposed to this and hopefully like healed by it a little bit. Mm. Definitely. And um, well, we know how the world is at the moment, literally offended by everything. Have you had any sort of pearl clutching reactions to the title? Like, not mad Jesus, he wouldn't be in a gay bar. (laughs) 
Yeah, plenty actually. <laughs> like yeah, I, I was kind of, I knew that it would um, ruffle some feathers and I, I kind of wanted it to, like to be honest, I'm not going to pretend that like I, I didn't know that it would, um, that it was kind of a little controversial to release this album and to put it out on Good Friday. But it kind of did what I wanted it to in a way in that it brought attention to, like, not just the album but to, like, the message that I'm trying to send out and and for, like, the the people who kind of need to need to see that. I think a lot of those people did see it, um, which is cool. And I think it's also just, like, a, a conversation starter and I think it's an important conversation to have. Mm-hmm. most definitely I love that you released it on Good Friday I didn't clock that with the date but that makes perfect sense so well done there that's an <laughs> excellent piece of planning there fantastic um <laughs> so given that you're on this album you're kind of talking about your and Sam's own story and your relationship so how do you find being quite vulnerable with your songwriting and sharing these personal experiences with them so many fans is that something you get used to it can be a lot. I actually, it's interesting because I, I feel like I'm kind of a shy person, like in real life, but for some reason in music, I'm able to like open up. And I think when I'm writing, I try not to think about the fact that people are going to be hearing it and think about like what people are going to think when I say this or like share this information about my experience or whatever. But I think the the rewards of like sharing it and hearing from people that it's like helping them on their journey is very inspiring to keep going and we have a very supportive and lovely fan base who I feel safe kind of like sharing these parts of myself with so I kind of feel like the more I share and the more that our fans and community kind of like share back to me um, the the more free I feel to like keep keep going with it, basically. Mm. And well, it's a bit of a mean question. Is there a favorite song you've got on the album, or one that maybe means the most to you in terms of what it's about? I think "Keep Me Safe" is. I've like it's hard to pick a favorite, but I think that one might be it. Um, that one is about the period when. Sam and I first got together in secret when we were 17 and it kind of like talks about the complicated nature of like having this secret relationship but I think the overall vibe of the song is like this euphoria and I think it kind of shows the the magic of like how it was to like finally be with someone that I could like share my whole self with and um and at the time I was like so ashamed of being gay and I didn't really get to share any of that with anyone so to put this out now feels like I'm like validating my 17 year old self and I like finally get to kind of like shout about how incredible like this love is and um and those like beautiful beginnings of it Mm. I really like the sound of um, Always Got the Love. That's really nostalgic to me from listening to that one. It's got a really nice sort of comfortable 
yeah nostalgic kind of haze about it what was what was the inspiration behind that one was that about your early days as well with Sam that one was actually inspired by a road trip that Sam and I did um in early 2021 mm-hmm. and it was kind of we did this road trip in between lockdowns and I'd been feeling pretty weird for like a couple of months I found um the lockdowns kind of challenging at times not being able to play shows and like do a lot of the things that make me feel most like myself and like make me feel connected and like I'm doing something that I'm meant to be doing um but this one day we were at this beach in New South Wales called High Am Beach and it's like so beautiful like pristine white sand and like clear blue water and I just like felt really good that day and I was in the water and I was thinking like how I feel right now is like I want to try and like write a song that has the same energy that I have right now so that I can kind of like hold on to this feeling and then a couple of weeks later I was in Melbourne writing with Simon Lamb for the first time and um, always got the love just kind of like flowed out and I started to realize that it was like that song that I'd been envisioning a couple of weeks earlier when I was like in the water at the beach. So that was the inspiration for that one. But I feel like it's like kind of like good for like beach, like road trips, but it also like has this kind of like a hazy club feeling to it, which I love. Mm, Yeah, I get that. And um, so I know it's been a while, obviously there's been a whole pandemic because we know since you've last been over in the UK and touring and stuff, but I know you're back soon. So that must be great to be out on the road again. Um, and being that you're obviously an Australian band, is it nice to know you've got such loyal fans all the way over here as well? Yeah, it is so cool. Um, yeah, like to to like be selling tickets in Glasgow and like to play in London. I know there are a lot of Australians in London, but there are a lot of like British people that come to our shows there and London is our like biggest market basically Uh, like the city that we sell the most tickets in outside of Australia Mm. so it's always like very special to get to play like pretty decent sized shows so far away from home it's like always surreal and yeah I'm so excited to get back over there in a couple of weeks well it's pretty soon um I hope you enjoy the extremely long flight I've been there myself so (laughs) I hope you find a way to stay occupied on that uh flight over here Thank you. Yeah, we're kind of used to the long-haul flights now. Yeah, I felt, I just felt like I was living on a plane when I went to, I think I went to Melbourne or something. Um, oh, my God, that's a long flight. But, yeah, you're a pro now, aren't you? So you know what you're doing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I wish you the best of luck with the tour, and I hope it goes wonderfully and that you carry on getting a really good reaction to the new album and you know, performing all the new songs live. That's going to be great. So, um, yeah, I hope it's all that you imagined it would be. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, I hope to speak to you again sometime and you're always welcome back, Tim. Yay, thank you. All right, thanks so much. Um, best of luck with the tour and the album and everything. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.